Welcome to the Influency Podcast. I'm Hadar, and this is episode number 42. Today we're going to do some heavy lifting and boost that vocabulary of yours. Hello, dear listener. How are you doing? As you've probably noticed, recently I have been obsessing over improving vocabulary. I think that it's just because I'm reflecting whatever it is I'm hearing from you because so many people at the end of the day struggle with getting stuck and not finding the right words or when they do, they feel like they settle and it doesn't have to be that way. And until the day comes where people implement languages into your brain with a chip <laughs> and then, you know, like thousands and thousands of words, wouldn't that be nice? We still need to do it manually. And it's hard work. It's It can be tedious. But if you walk through the stages that I often talk about on my podcast, it is possible and it's faster than you think. And, you know, my theory around improving vocabulary is basically you need to make the words that you already know but you never use, you need to make them more available. And the reason why we don't use them is because A, you just don't know how to pronounce it and you don't feel comfortable using it because you're, you're afraid you're going to make a mistake. B, you they're just not available. You forget about them. They're stuck somewhere in like a distant brain cell and it's just not available when you need it because you need to retrieve it quickly. This is why it's easier to write emails because you don't have to work so fast. Or three, you just you're uncertain that you're going to use it accurately in a conversation. So you're afraid that you might be using it in the wrong context. So all of these reasons prevent you from using the words that you already know confidently and frequently. So the drills that I'm talking about in today's episode are really important because they work on a subconscious level and they help you understand the usage of each word and the pronunciation and the act of doing these exercises will make these words more available. So it's a win-win exercise for you to integrate and implement new words into your vocabulary. Now, I'm actually not teaching the technique here. I'm doing it with you because you're listening to this on the podcast. It's something that you can actually do on the go. So listen to it and do everything with me drill it. There's also a video of it if you want to see the visuals and how I break the word down into syllables, but it's not a must. You can just follow what I'm doing and repeat it because the idea here is repetition and using the new words in context. We're going to be implementing the five-step technique using the following words, valuable, inevitable, accurate, obvious, and redundant. If you want to learn more about this technique and how I came up with it, go to the show notes and you'll find there are two videos where I talk about it and discuss it in depth. There's also my vocabulary planner, which is a guide that I created for you outlining the five-step technique. And it's actually a place for you to collect all your words and do the drills without having to remember what to do next. So it lays out the system and it's really easy to use. So go ahead and download the vocabulary planner. It's totally free. And I'm going to put a link to it in the description as well. 
Are you ready for a good old practice? I hope so. Make sure you have some time. Make sure you actually repeat everything out loud. Otherwise, it's not going to be effective. So if you have people around you, you might want to come back to the episode a little later when you're when it's just you washing the dishes or walking down the street or at work, which is really a mystery to me. How are you able to listen to my podcast and still do work? I'm saying that because I heard from a bunch of you that you've been listening to my podcast as you're working. Um, <laughs> so kudos on being able to multitask. This is something that I am unable to do for sure. Okay, vocabulary, here we go. Let's listen. Are you tired of knowing all these words in English but only using a fraction of them? Are you tired of not being able to remember the word or how to say it when you actually need to use it? If that's the case for you, then you, my friend, are in the right place because today I'm going to share with you the most effective technique to learning and integrating new words into your vocabulary. And I'm going to do it right here with you. So this is going to be a real exercise. This is why I put my Guns N' Roses t-shirt because I am going to do some heavy lifting today with you. I ain't just going to be teaching you stuff. I'm going to be doing it with you right now. So drink a glass of water, close the door, put your headset on and let's get started. By the way, if you're new to my channel, my name is Hadar and I'm a non-native speaker just like yourself. And this is the place for you if you want to learn how to speak English with clarity, confidence and pride. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. Okay, let's get started with your vocabulary upgrade. This is a five step exercise. The first step is to collect words. The second step is to build pronunciation confidence. The third step is to use existing examples. The fourth step is to create your own examples. And the fifth step is to use these words intentionally in a conversation. So let's do it together with the five words that I'm going to introduce to you today. So step number one, I got you covered. I've already collected five words that I'm sure you'd want to use more spontaneously and freely when speaking. The first word is redundant. So let's say you don't know what this word means. First thing you want to do is go to the dictionary and look it up. I recommend English English Dictionary. So if I go to the dictionary, I see that it says not or no longer needed or useful. Great. The next step I want to do is to develop pronunciation confidence, which means that I want to get my mouth used to saying this word confidently. For that, I need to break it down in my head. I need to know what I'm supposed to say in every single syllable. And if there is some sort of struggle, I need to understand it now and resolve it before trying to use it when speaking. Because here's the thing, your brain is not going to retrieve that word when you are speaking freely if you are not confident about the pronunciation. Because the brain is really smart and your brain is not going to want to put you in an uncomfortable situation. So if you are uncertain of how to say the word, if it doesn't roll off your mouth, then you will not be using this word. This is why this step of developing the pronunciation confidence is super important. Do not skip it. 
Trust me. And I've had students going through this method and technique, and they tell me it has been the most effective technique that they've ever used, and they really grew their vocabulary used, their active vocabulary. So don't listen to me. Take their word for it. Now, redundant. Let's break it down. We start with re. Re. It's an R sound and a relaxed e. I hope you're doing it with me. I told you, close the door. Re. Then we have done. Like, I'm done with you. Done. Done. It's a D sound, a cup, and an N. Done. And then dunt. Dunt. In the middle, we have a schwa sound. It's a D and T. Dunt. Yes, sometimes the T is barely pronounced. It could be a healthy, redundant. But if this is too much right now, we are working on increasing your vocabulary. Go ahead and release that T. Don't focus on making it perfect because a lot of native speakers release that T anyway. Redundant, redundant, redundant. Now the next step is to say it 30 times in a row. Let's do it together. And again, I told you, this is a hands-on practice video, so I'm going to be doing it with you right now. So don't just look at me, do it with me, okay? Redundant, 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 redundant. Redundant, 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 redundant. Ten more times. Redundant, 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 redundant. Three more. One. Good. Okay. How do you say the word? Okay, good. So now you know how to say the word. You've developed the muscle memory. You're pretty confident about how to say it. If you're not confident yet, do it again and again and again until it's really clear. Use the Google search or use Siri or use your notes app and record it and see if it detects the word clearly. Redundant, redundant. Great, now that you know how to pronounce it, and even if you did know how to pronounce it before, Still say it out loud 30 times. Again, it's a word that you don't use on a regular basis and your mouth is just not confident using it. So you're taking a shortcut by saying it many times. It's like you're tricking your brain to think that, yeah, I've been using it, you know, all day long. So this is why it's easier for me to retrieve it and to use it when needed. Okay, redundant. Now, the next step is to use existing examples. So what we're going to do now is we're going to go to Youglish. We're going to open a tab and we're going to write on Youglish redundant. And then a bunch of videos are going to come up with the word redundant. And they'll show you exactly that one sentence where the person uses the word redundant. You can either do that or you can just Google sentences with redundant and then You'll go to sentences.com or there are many other websites that just collect different sentences from the online sphere um, and show you how this word is used in a sentence. So at this stage, this is exercise number three, at this stage you're only reading out loud, out loud, don't just copy paste it, 
reading out loud sentences with the word redundant. So I've collected a few examples for you. Let's listen to the first one. Uh, so Simon's right that it, is, it does seem to be a redundant phrase. Why do we need the adjective behavioral? Is it okay, good. One sentence, a little patronizing. Oh, it does seem like a redundant phrase. Why do we need the adjective behavioral? Right? You can put it on a show too. It does seem like a redundant phrase. Why do we need the adjective behavioral? So you want to say it three times out loud. It does seem like a redundant phrase. It does seem like a redundant phrase. It does seem like a redundant phrase. Why do we need the adjective behavioral? So it's in front of you. You can listen to him and then repeat after it. Do not write it down. It's really important that you only do it by heart. Now, the reason why we're repeating it in context is because your brain starts to understand the context of this word. This is why it's really, really important to always put a new word into context. Don't just say the word out loud and that's it and expect yourself to use it. The brain doesn't work that way. You have to use it in context and hear it in context and then intentionally use it in context. Um, okay, so let's do it one more time. So this redundant signal will be saying again, again, again. So this redundant signal will be saying again, 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 and again, have fun with it. So this redundant signal will be saying again, again, again. So this redundant signal will be saying again, again, again. Okay, so you should be saying each sentence three times. And then you want to create your own sentence out loud. Do not write it down. You gotta challenge yourself here because that's what ultimately you'll need to do, right? To come up with it on the spot. So now that you've looked at three examples, you want to use the word redundant effortlessly. For example, you've already said that, so it's pretty redundant. You've already said that, so it's pretty redundant. Now, I want you to come up with a sentence and say it to yourself out loud and right after, put it in the comments. So one sentence with the word redundant. I'm waiting. I know it's challenging, try it anyway. You can pause the video, think about it. Now, because we're practicing it now together, don't say to yourself, okay, I'll do it later. Pause the video, come up with a sentence, one sentence, two sentences, three sentences, write them in the comments, and then continue the video. The next step, which we can't do right now, but you need to make a, take a mental note and do it next time you have a conversation in English, I want you to take the word redundant and use it intentionally. That means that you're going to have to manipulate the conversation in a way that allows you to use the word redundant in the conversation. Okay, so you start speaking, keeping in mind the word redundant and saying to yourself, what can I say that will make sense for me to use the word redundant. Redundant, redundant. Okay, next word. Let's do this entire process with the word inevitable. By the way, I decided to choose only adjectives today because I feel that 
adjectives or things that we're lacking. Because when it comes to nouns, it's pretty straightforward because you can't change it with other things. But when it comes to adjectives, I mean, you don't have to use adjectives. But when you do, it makes your language richer and you become more specific, which is something that non-native speakers experience. Like they're not specific, they're very general, they're not particular. So learning new adjectives can definitely help you with feeling more varied and expressive. Inevitable, inevitable. Okay, so first we want to define to ourselves the word inevitable. It says certain to happen, unavoidable. Great, so now I have a fairly clear slash vague idea of what this word is. Remember, to really get it in your system, in your body, you need to use it in context. This is why we are going to search for sentences with this word in a sec. But before that, let's build up that pronunciation, confidence, inevitable, inevitable. Primary stress is on ne, ne, inevitable, inevitable. We begin with an e sound, Inevitable. It's a V sound and a schwa. Inevitable. That's a flap T, so it sounds like a D. Inevitable. It's a B sound, a schwa, and a dark L. You create this tension in the back of your throat. You can even imagine as if there is an O sound between the B and the L. Inevitable. Inevitable. Unavoidable. Inevitable. Let's say it 30 times in a row. Are you ready? Take a deep breath. Inevitable, 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 inevitable. That's 10. You can go faster and slower as you wish. I'm here doing it with you. So keep going. Inevitable, 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 inevitable. Good, 10 more times. Inevitable, 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 inevitable. Very good. Now we want to hear it in context. So let's go to Youglish. Not physically, just let's, let's just Google Youglish, okay? The harmful effects of stress on your health are not inevitable. The harmful effects of stress on your health are not inevitable. The harmful effects of stress on your health are not inevitable. The harmful effects of stress on your health are not inevitable. Play with it. Another sentence. Let's listen. The truth is, you will die. I'm going to die. It's inevitable. It's the one. I'm going to die. It's inevitable. I'm going to die. It's inevitable. I'm going to die. It's inevitable. Okay, the next one. Let's listen. The next book, regardless of its inevitable negative outcome. And let's say it out loud three times. Regardless of its inevitable negative outcome. Regardless of its inevitable negative outcome. Regardless of its inevitable negative outcome. And now I want you to pause the video and think of three sentences where you can use the word inevitable. First, think it, then say it, and after that, write it in the comments. Okay, good. I hope you pause the video because otherwise it's going to be less effective. And the whole purpose of 
This video is to get you to start using these words and to see for yourself that it is effective if you do it step by step by step. Trust me on that one and invest the time and energy into coming up with a few sentences with the word inevitable. And then I want you to use the word inevitable intentionally in a sentence. Next up, the word accurate, accurate. If I go to the dictionary and I look it up, I see accurate is correct in all details or exact, accurate. Sometimes you may have more than one definition, but the purpose is to, is to get a vague idea as to what this word is, but then to see how it's being used in context, okay? That's what really, really matters. It's not about the definition. It's not about the meaning of the word in your native language. It's how this word is being used in English. Now let's build up that pronunciation confidence. Accurate, accurate. Let's break it down. As in cat, ah, that's the primary stress. Ah, kya, kya, kya. It's a k sound, a y and a schwa. Ah, kya, root. Round your lips for the R. And then there is a schwa and a T. Whether you hold it or whether you release it, it doesn't matter right now. Accurate, accurate. 30 times, accurate, 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 accurate. 10 more, accurate, 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 accurate. And then the word starts losing its meaning just by the fact that you've been saying it for so many times. 10 more, accurate, 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 accurate. Right? We're good with the pronunciation, right? Good. There is no fear around saying this word anymore. Good. Now let's look at a few examples. Yuglish. They were fairly accurate, I think, on the price, but they really missed the number of rigs. They were fairly accurate, I think, on the price. They were fairly accurate, I think, on the price. Now, sometimes it's going to be a long sentence. Just take that one chunk where the word accurate is used. Okay, again, they were fairly accurate, I think, on the price. They were fairly accurate, I think, on the price. Next one. And I think it's much more accurate to say we are deeply overwhelmed. And I think it's much more accurate to say we are deeply overwhelmed. And I think it's much more accurate to say we are deeply overwhelmed. And I think it's much more accurate to say we are deeply overwhelmed. Another one. Then our waking cells. Right. Yes. Um, get to experience more accurate information processing. 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 Okay? So we said each sentence three times. Now pause the video and come up with at least two sentences with the word accurate. First of all, think about it, say it out loud, and only then write it in the comments. Accurate. I'm waiting, pause the video. Let's move on to the word valuable. Valuable, valuable is a thing of great worth. Let's talk about the pronunciation. Va, va, and then we have lia. Lia, it's an L sound, a Y and a schwa. Valia, valia, bull, bull. 
valuable. Just like with inevitable, we have the B sound, schwa, and dark L. Valuable, valuable. Let's say it 30 times in a row. Take a deep breath into your belly. Valuable, 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 valuable. Valuable, 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 valuable. Valuable, 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 valuable. Good. Check on pronunciation. Now let's hear it in context. I think these lessons are very valuable in other areas. I think these lessons are very valuable in other areas. I think these lessons are very valuable in other areas. I think these lessons are very valuable in other areas. And yes, adding hand gestures can really help you remember the meaning of the word. I mean, this means valuable, valuable. Another example. And your time is really valuable in Europe. A lot of people underestimate how important their time is. Your time is really valuable in Europe. Your time is really valuable in Europe. Your time is really valuable in Europe. Next example. Right? They become diamonds, one of the most valuable thing that exists. They become diamonds, one of the most valuable thing that exists. They become diamonds, one of the most valuable thing that exists. They become diamonds, one of the most valuable thing that exists. Now turn off the video and use the word valuable in a sentence. In three sentences, valuable. Valuable is a valuable word. So I really want you to get off this video knowing how to use valuable and using it confidently. After all, you've said it 30 times already today. Valuable. Sentences. I'm waiting. The next word is obvious. Even if this word is obvious to you, look it up the dictionary anyway, both for the definition and the pronunciation. Easily perceived or understood, clear, self-evident, or apparent. Obvious. So to pronounce this word, we start with as and father, and then it's a B sound, but a very small one. Up. Then you move to the V immediately. Obvious. V, high E, a Y sound, schwa, and S. Listen, yes, yes, yes. The Y is an intrusive vowel that appears between two vowels when you connect them together. Obvious, 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 obvious. Now, if this transition, the BV transition, is challenging for you, hi, Spanish speakers, then listen to me, drop the B. It's not accurate, but clarity is more important than accuracy. So if you get to say it without the B and you use it freely and confidently, then you better say it that way than with a B, but then you'd get stuck and you won't use that word. That doesn't serve us as well, right? It's less valuable for us. So obvious, 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 obvious. Obvious, 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 obviously. Ten more. 
obvious, 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 obvious. That's my move for obvious. Obvious, right? It's obvious or obvious, obvious. Let's look at a few examples. But what about fear when there is no clear and obvious danger? What about fear when there's no clear and obvious danger? What about fear when there's no clear and obvious danger? What about fear when there's no clear and obvious danger? See how I did that? Obvious danger. Another example. Now go down to the mouth of the Missouri near St. Louis. And it's pretty obvious that that river is a big deal. And it's pretty obvious that that river is a big deal. By the way, he did not pronounce the B here. And it's pretty obvious that that river is a big deal. And it's pretty obvious that that river is a big deal. And it's pretty obvious that that river is a big deal. Let's do another one. I think people simplify that into, oh, he doesn't like sequels. And it's obvious that I like sequels. I just did one. I'm, a, I'm about to do another one. It's obvious that I like sequels. It's obvious that I like sequels. See, he's doing the same thing as I do. He learned from me. It's okay, it's okay. It's obvious that I like sequels. It's obvious that I like sequels. It's obvious that I like sequels. Drop the B. Sounded the same still. It's obvious that I like sequels. Good. Pause the video. Come up with three sentences with the word obvious, but don't make them so obvious, okay? Just slightly obvious, obviously, obvious. Go ahead. And remember that once you say the new sentences out loud and write them in the comments, by the way, then I want you to intentionally use this word in a conversation next time you're having a conversation. If you don't have anyone to talk to, then just turn on your phone recorder and just speak to yourself freely and answer a question or introduce yourself or do something that creates this excitement around speaking and intentionally use one of the words that we discussed today. Let's have a little recap here. We talked about the word redundant. We talked about the word inevitable, about the word accurate. We talked about the word valuable. We talked about the word obvious. Good. And now I want you to take that system. By the way, I created a vocabulary planner for you that summarizes this system and allows you to create your own list of vocabulary with the five steps that we discussed here today. So click the link below to download it. Also on my website, there is a list of more sentences with all of these five words if you need more examples and if you want to practice it out loud. So come on over to my website and just practice with a sentence that I've created for you. And don't forget to download the vocabulary planner. Okay, that's it. If you like this video, make sure to like it and to share it with your colleagues and friends and students and your mama that really needs to work on her vocabulary. And once you're done, if you want to share your thoughts with me, either write it in the comments or come on over to Instagram at hadar.accentsway where I connect and communicate with my students and followers over on my DMs or in the posts. So come on over. I would love to hear from you. You can find me at hadar.accentsway. In the meantime, have a beautiful week. Stay healthy, stay safe, and speak up because mistakes is the only way to learn.